Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky Stable Stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Stand by behind the gates. We kick it off right now on Sky Sports Radio. Good to have you listening. Happy Saturday, everyone. Hope you're having a fantastic start to your day. You're fired up for uh, plenty of winners today. And we're about to uh, launch into this program. We will be releasing our four-leg multi. We pick a horse each to run top four, release that. Uh, You, our listeners, get involved. And hopefully we uh, can make Dicko just... uh, uh, quiver a little bit, uh, getting another one up. Uh, we missed last week, but keen to bounce back. Let's introduce the panel. I'll say good morning to Brad Davidson, firstly. Uh, Davo, welcome back to Behind the Gates. How's the week been? Yeah, morning, Luke. Morning, everyone. Yeah, look, uh, it's, uh, it's been well, thanks. I've got to give a little bit of a serve to you all here at the start now. I know my multi-leg, along with Hills, has missed last week, but fair dinkum, you blokes this week. I mean, if, if it wasn't for me taking a, a roughy, this week, we would have been looking at a dollar oh nine. I mean, <laughs> Hurls, he's become the safest bloke in Australia. I reckon he must live with 10 padlocks on the front door, this bloke. I mean, fair dinkum. Hurls, morning to you. Oh, morning. Actually, my house is never closed, to be honest with you. I probably shouldn't let that uh, out of the bag. But, um, What's your address? Uh, spare me, Dave. Fair dinkum. <laughs> what, you all of a sudden decided to you know be a bit brave after doing this for about 18 months, and then want to put... Uh, Put, uh, you know, what on me because I've gone a bit conservative. It's all about uh, getting the punters over the line. And I want, you know, this game's all about confidence and we need to get our confidence back. Last week, who was the Banana Queen or something in the last fed? We were already oh. gone by then, I think. Gee, didn't it go like a busted? Oh, it was terrible. Oh. Yes, anyway. Yeah. Hey, listen, I've got to remind you blokes. We're a team here, fellas. Come on. Yeah, let's exactly, together. Come on, Davo. We're a team here, mate. Uh, you're, you're getting Straight stuck into us. Why are you trying to, trying to cause unrest? We're not the poms. I've been thinking not... about this wind-up for the last 20 minutes. The car <laughs> I've, got to, I've, got to, I've got to rev you up somehow, but uh, well, no, it's a bit of fun. And, uh, it yeah, is. We can get home today. I love it, mate. And can we tell the truth? Uh, we've actually got a group chat, and we had some fantastic dialogue, I thought, this week. I thought we were oh, breaking new ground, discussing strategy. Um, you were very kind and political. How You said, hey, boys, great stuff with your selections. I, I might try something at a bit of a longer price to fat it up, uh, seeing you guys have found some shorties. You were doing the right thing, and you've just gone and ruined it by coming on here and trying to be a hero, showing us up on air, Dave. I thought we were, um, I thought we were making steps forward in the right direction. Mate, I'm a show pony, you know that. I'm like, uh, I'm like those, those dogs on Twitter, you know, you bark behind the gate and as soon as the gate opens, oh, g'day, how are you? You know, they're all, all happy, happy. That's so. true, yeah. I've seen that video on Twitter. That's a classic. <laughs> the two dogs dead set going off, a, off, a, off their heads at each other either side of the fence. Once the gate opens, they just stand there looking at, looking at each other. It's gold. Darren Flindell is with us as always. He's in the broadcast box out there at Rosehill Gardens ready for a big day of calling. Darren, what about Davo trying to upset the apple cart? Nothing's changed. Good morning to you. Yeah, well, it was lucky that his tin sookie knocked us out earlier before the Banana Queen saga in the last. <laughs> oh, yes, well played. Actually, I want to I want to address that because I've got a great text here in regards to tin turkey. This one from Adrian. No, tin sookie. Yes, tin sookie. The rename. It's in the works at Racing Australia. Adrian said, morning, fellas. Uh, he starts with giving, giving me a rap. Uh, I nearly fell over. I want to give Marlo a rap for steering the ship the last few weeks. Um, I'm not used to that on this program, Adrian, so thank you. Uh, but he says, surely Tin Tukey, or Tin Sookie, as Darren put it, is now immortalised alongside Kettle Hill. What do we think of Argentia, though, in the missile? Stable switch to Joe Pride and some form around handy ones. We'll get to that, Adrian. Great text in regards to Argentia, but 
Do we agree, Darren? Is Tintuki just in the life file for the for the multi? Surely we can't do it to ourselves again. No, I won't, I won't be. Uh, well, I didn't really get involved in it uh, last week, but I was certainly uh, involved in Banana Queen in the last. She was the real. Uh, Real disappointment. The way she just travelled into the race mm. at about the 300 metres, Nash was swinging off, and then the next minute, nothing dropping out. I know. I haven't read this. Was news. there an issue with it? Yeah. I'm not sure. Just over badly, didn't she, early mm. on? I think she ra- ran a race before the turn. Yeah, good mm. call, David. Anyway, that's, that's all last week now, isn't it? We won't let that drag us down. I note... Uh, yeah, the, the disappointment was I had her going in the last leg of the big six for a, for a decent uh, collect Ouch. there. And, uh, yes. and, uh, and the ironic part about it, Viz, I've still got the form guide from last week here. I think someone asked me about Anne again. And uh, remember, I said I was one mm. page short of my printout of the best bets I and Anne again's name was on that list. <laughs> <laughs> well, Darren, is there, has there been a repeat this week? What's been chopped off the printer this week? Oh, no, I got the good stuff this week. <laughs> You're full of the, uh, the ink now. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I tell you. <laughs> I tell you, if, if we did get, if Banana Queen did the, the job and ran top four as we all expected in the last, it would have been one of the sickest beats for the multi ever. I mean, that bob of the head for Tintuki for fourth, I don't know how it possibly didn't run fourth. It was the worst bob of the head you'll ever see. So I'm kind of glad that Banana Queen didn't uh, didn't run the top four in the end because uh, mm. it would have been the sickest beat we've ever had. Yeah, no doubt about it, Dave. You're spot on. Uh, a few good texts here. Just everyone checking in on Hurls as well, fair. Um, sure. Is that He's sounding in good the, form today. Is that Shane from the Shire? He's chimed in, yes. I'll read his yeah. text. Where, where yeah. did I see it from Shane? Uh, he, he, actually, it was, a, it was pretty funny. I got a laugh out of it, Hurls. He said, good morning, boys. Is Hurls fronting today? He's had more time off than Victor Radley. Can Argentia upset the two <laughs> favourites today in the missile? So uh, another text about Argentia. But, mate, we are, we're just glad that you're on the mend. Uh, you are sounding much better, I've got to say. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, it's... it's <laughs> It's been covered. I don't know why my health uh, attracts so much attention. My mates absolutely give it to me. Well, and um, yeah, I... but oh, look, I've just had a. It's been three weeks. Yeah, I know. Mate, Even I... last week. Yeah. Anyway, I, I didn't have a beer all week. Last night was the first time I've had a beer. You must have been uh, all week. So you know that shows the seriousness of it. <laughs> the life I... of hell. <laughs> Go, Dave. <laughs> He's, oh, no, Give me a break. Can, can I offer that you do play up to it a little bit, perhaps? Um, just sort of letting us know. Because I'll get up. <laughs> I'm glad someone said it. Should we get on with it, guys? Uh, let's let's re- get on with it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's start with the missile. Two texts already about Argentia, so let's cover off on her first, uh, Davo. Well, I interviewed Joe Pride alongside Ron Duffersy this morning, and I think Joe's really happy with how she's going. Yeah, look, she's definitely trialled well, hasn't she? And we know she's a, a very classy horse on her day. Um, can she upset the the big guns? Oh, I would say probably not. I would suggest maybe she's more that that third, fourth place. That's where I'm sort of thinking that she might fill a, fill a minor placing. But um, okay. look, I think it's a race in two. I do. I think it's a race in broadcast. two. Broadcast. Broadcast. Yeah, broadcast. <laughs> Stand uh, by. Big parade. Big parade and IME, guys. I think they're the clear two here. I I can't work out how Golden Mile's so short. I don't know what price it is now. It was $7 this morning. Uh, I think it's a double biggest chance here, surely. I mean, its trial was okay without getting carried away. 1,200 short of the best. And I think if James McDonald wasn't on, it's got a it's got a one in front of that name, about $17. So, uh, look, IME's trial particularly well. She's going to tag Big Parade, I would imagine, here and try to have last say. But um, I'm going to go with Big Parade. I, I do concede the, the long 
break is the concern. The trial is not the be-all and end-all for me, 20 lengths. They only went about six lengths above what you'd expect for that class of trial. So the others had the handbrake on, there's no doubt about that. So, But he's had the four trials, he's been ready to go for some time, and we know how good Joe Pride is with these older horses. We saw it when he got Eduardo, and we've seen it with so many. Um, I've always thought he was a Group 1 sprinter, this horse, and he's been very hit and miss in the past, but he looks back and I think it'll be awfully hard to run down at Rosehill. There's the thoughts of Brad, Darren. Um, everything okay via the phone lines there? Any, any yeah, it was uh, the only news. Uh, Brett Preble's a half over on Noble Conqueror in race seven, so um, that was the reason for that uh, intrusion. Uh, well, race that's a bit race. rough intrusion. He's only doing his job. Let <laughs> 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 you know who I am. <laughs> I am me. Um, I am me. I think uh, I don't know what to make of this race. To be honest, I've, I've gone with Big Parade on top because I think he'll just jump and, and control the race. Mm. And the and the trials have suggested he's really he's ready to go. Uh, so Big Parade on a track where I've tried to find, like I normally do on these dry tracks, find something that'll be up on the pace and on the fence. So I think Big Parade's going to lead. I am me. I think Golden Mile will be railing through. So I went Big Parade on top from Golden Mile, hitting the line late, and then I am me. And I think we were a rock. We'll sit handy as well. In regards to Argentia, certainly couldn't pot her uh, work leading up to this. It's been nice and solid, and she's got a, a good enough fresh record. Um, not an easy race. D pause on the quick backup. It found the line quite well last week. Ingratiating. I like the way it was working prior to winning the Group 3 last time at Caulfield, but because of the draw, I decided to, to go against her. And I think Dragonstone's in a great place at the moment. But drawing the outside, he's going to be a bad position in the run. This is a complicated race, but I've got Big Parade on top. What are they backing, Hells? I am me. It's been the mm. best back runner today. Dollar-wise, it's holding double what... Uh, Big parade is uh, then Golden Mile. Brad's uh, sort of potted it, but it's six fifty now. You could have got seven dollars this morning, but yeah, dollar wise, it's I am me. It's a, you know, initially I sort of looked at the race and just thought, oh, well, big parades to lose. But the more I look at it, um, yeah, the more I think uh, that's not exactly the case. I, I just think the nineteen dollars and Q Brad bagging uh, place betting, but uh, four dollars for Depor. It's up and running. Uh, it's on the quick backup. I, I think that might be the value in the race. Mm. Uh, I've got to go back to Davo's points um, in regards to Golden Mile, mate. You, you've got a strong opinion there. Um, I mean, six fifty at the moment. You think he should be double figures? Main reason for that? Do you just think he's he's not going as well? Is twelve hundred too short, or is it purely the fact that he's just under the odds with J Mac on? Yeah, I, I think there's a combination. I think his trials, he was pushed along to win a trial. Um, I didn't think it was anything wow. I think 1,200 short of his best. I think it might be a little bit of J-Mac tax. And to be honest, I don't know if he's that good. Like, I know he's won a Caulfield Guineas, but it was the weakest Caulfield Guineas you'll ever see in your life. And he's beaten Tom in a sure. But I think he's been a little bit overplayed in his career, personally. Um, he didn't come back at all last preparation, but... Was that him not coming back or was that him just not going on with the job? I, I just don't think he's 100% stamped himself as a, a, a real $6.50 chance in this type of race. And, you know, it's, it's easy to pop these horses and you can, you can have egg on your face because they can come back and continue to progress and get better and better. But right now, talking about it, I just don't think he's, he's in that sort of light that he's been held in his career today. Okay. 
Um, you were a lot calmer last week after you went to the theatre or the musical or whatever it was up there on the Central Coast. Did you not go to one this week, Davo? I went last night again, yeah. I'm back last night, another Beautiful. great chase. So, yes, uh, no, back there to support my lovely wife. Great to hear, mate. Sven from Greenpoint, he texted asking about it last, last week. He's wondering how you're going in that new community and are you enjoying it? So it sounds like you are. Oh, mate, just, uh, they do an amazing job. Uh, fantastic show. Get down there. There the you go, Sven. Theater. <laughs> yeah, next, next, uh, next two weekends, get down there, 9 to 5. Have you got a new circle of friends from the group there? <laughs> but, oh. Mate, I've got lots of friends all over the place, but I don't have many, actually. <laughs> you don't put your car keys in a bowl there, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I tell you what, form analysts don't get out much, mm. Davo. So I'm loving this um, because typically, you, you know, it takes up a lot of time. I, I understand that as well. I do a lot of form, so it's good to hear, mate, that you're getting out and about. Fantastic. Yeah, look, uh, you do a lot of time doing the form, so you got to get out and enjoy yourself and see the uh, go go to see the musical. Good Great, fun. mate. Uh, a couple of texts about the highway this week, guys. Um, a few listeners want to take on this favourite by the sounds of it. Uh, Manny was asking about amaranths and. Mark asking about horse number 10, which is uh, in the highway this week, competition. So those two runners to cover off on, Davo, firstly, competition and also Amaranth. And then we've got to discuss this favourite. Um, gee, we haven't seen a $1.80 chance on a highway for a long time. Ooh, that's no, sure. We haven't, have we? Uh, competition going well, but it's got a bad habit of missing the jump. So likely to be a, a fair way off them, and that would be... The concern there. Amaranth comes back from 2,800. I, I thought found its right race the other day with a, with a strong tempo up front, hit the line. 10 will, will be strong late here, but um, yeah, look, I can't get away from the favourite. I can't get it in as short as $1.80, though. I was more around the 210, 220 mark, just because I think there's a little query on whether to run a strong 1,800 metres. Um, yeah, <laughs> some man down, man down. So, yeah, definitely so got to. Building's collapsing. <laughs> definitely got to handle the 1800 metres so that's a little concern with him but he's clearly got the best form leading into this Holstein I think is the danger but he draws the car park so that's definitely going to help horse like Burundana who can just suck up from that low draw and be there to present at the right time and uh, yeah clearly the one to beat but $1.80 a bit too short for me yeah, I've reluctantly got Burundana on top um, I was looking for other options um, and I think Spitfire is a, is a good chance in the race. If Spitfire can get into a good position, I thought his finish was really good at the end of 1,500 metres. He's second up. Going to be breaching peak fitness today. So I think it's up to where Nick Hayward can get Spitfire on the run. I think it's really the value uh, in the race. Competition's last run was good. If the race was at Randwick, I'd be probably quite keen on competition. And Amaranth. Uh, rock hard fit Amaranth and has drawn okay. If Tyler Schiller can hold some type of a spot and not get too far out of his ground on this mare, I think she's a winning chance. Tyler's had success on her before on a highway over this distance, albeit there at Randwick when she came from well back. But Amaranth goes into this as a last start winner, so I've certainly got her on the short list as well. Uh, Holstein's another interesting one. I don't know if he's good enough. On, had he not drawn the extreme outside gate, I would have given this more thought to Holstein. But this is just a little bit like what Matt done here a few weeks ago uh, with Eagle Mott, uh, bringing a, a horse with metropolitan form into a highway, taking advantage of his uh, Mwilambar location. But the draw is going to make it very tricky there for Holstein. Yeah, indeed. Hurls, um, $1.80, is that rock bottom? What's happening? Are they still backing it? Has it dried up? What's doing? 
Yeah, it's rock bottom now, no two ways about it. But um, I said earlier today, as soon as that market opened on Friday after, uh, Wednesday afternoon, rather, they just uh, went crash bang wallop. It went up two eighty. Today it's a dollar eighty. We actually got as short as a dollar seventy. It's back to a dollar eighty. You can probably believe in the tooth theory if you think you're going to get black figures, but um, yeah, I'd say one eighty, one nineties type of mark. Mm. I think Davo made the right point. It's got to run 1,800 metres. I spoke to the trainer this morning, Peter Morgan. He seems to think it's a 2,000-metre horse. So that would give you more confidence. But you, as an analyst, you you just got to look at the form and make a decision. And I couldn't take the price just with that uncertainty about him stretching out. He probably will run it. He probably will run it. He'll probably win. Market says that. He's more more likely to win than lose at dollar eighty. But, yeah, I just think he's um, he's pretty short, guys, on ability. Um yeah, I can understand him being short, but odds on in a highway, that's uh, that's a, an interesting prospect. Adam wants to know about Regal Pom, guys. He's in race number five, and we will circle back to... Uh, he's not in race five, Regal Pom. I'll find that. We race will. Six. Thanks, Davo. Race six, Regal Pom. We will circle back to the Missile Stakes next as well cause, uh, because we've had some more text filter in about that particular race. But, uh, Darren, I'll give you first bite of the cherry Can I just here. jump oh, in yeah, there? Yeah, sure you can. Sec. Sorry, mate. Gee, that Tell you what, they've hammered Watergate two dollars forty now. Jeez, it was three twenty this morning, two forty. Let me just um I haven't seen any like mammoth bets for it, so I'm just looking at the hold now oh, tell you what, that is off the back of money. That is holding uh, if I get this right, that's yeah, holding about seventy five percent of the cash. Two forty. Gee, that's short. Got to be a got to be a syndicate move, guys. Um, to be that short, um, I mean, what's he bounced around this morning? After three, nine, tw- well, yeah. three twenty, three thirty, yeah, now two forty. Oh. I like the horse. I mean, it got home for us um, last start uh, for the behind the gates, Molly. But geez, two forty is a bit rude. Yeah, it is, isn't it, Darren? Very short now. Uh, oh. What he goes? Well, no, I'm just looking. I could have had four forty about this on Thursday. You're still still being patient, are you? (laughs) (laughs) I think I did take one little bit early. I'll have to go and check what I've done. Uh, I've made this my best of the day, uh, what it goes. I think this will just land in the right spot and uh, and just win again. There was no fluke about the the win last time. It ran down Brudenal late. It's, uh, it's trials leading up to its return to racing were very encouraging. And uh, even the longer trip, the 1350, I think is going to be a further plus uh, for him. So I'm really keen he's the best bet of the day. Regal Pom, probably the best um, part for Regal Pom is the fact that he's drawn barrier one and he's going to get a really good run up the fence all of the way. Not sure if he's really Saturday class Regal Pom, but I reckon he can definitely run a place from that draw. But what a goes is my standout. Dave? Yeah, look, I'm. I, I can't get him anywhere near two dollars forty. Oh, gee, uh, yeah, that's getting very short about what he goes. I mean, he won last start, but I don't think it was a that great a race, to be honest. Um, I'm with the I'm with the or the listener there. I think Regal Pom's the way to play this race. I've made him sort of the each way play of the the day. Uh, I can't see him missing a place, and I think he's a terrific winning hope. And I'd have him priced shorter than what he goes personally. Um, I thought his first up run last preparation was terrific with a big weight in inferior ground. He was held up and then had to go back to the fence, which was a slow ground on the day. And his trials have been terrific. He can just tag them here. I think Water Goes leads you just tag his back. And I think he might be a little bit too strong for him late. So, yeah, look, I think he's the race, you can kind of go a few ways. I think King of Naples is going to have fans as well. But, 
look, generally when they do back him, if he starts two dollars forty, that's saying he's a genuine two dollar forty chance. But I think he might be a little bit soft here late. I mean, yeah. what a goes, uh, you know, before last start, he's a dead set midweeker, mm-hmm. um, and he's come out and won one race, and everyone wants to take two dollars forty in town. It seems to be a little bit overplayed for him. Well, predominantly, Regal Pom's been no better than a than a midweeker as well. Uh, he's yeah, won he's one midweeker at Canterbury. Well, upside, I don't know. Like he... I remember a year and a half ago, this horse was going around at Nowra at a dollar thirty and getting beaten. Mm. Then uh, eventually, it came good and won a mile race at Wyong, and then went back to back with a Kembla and did pick up one at uh, Canterbury. But I just don't know if he's. I mean, I, we're still in winter, so I shouldn't be too hard yeah. on them. But I just don't look at him as a Saturday class horse. Mm. Well, yeah, so I think, where's I that think being in the middle of winter is the key, isn't it? At the, at the same time, they probably don't need to have to be the, the strongest Saturday horses at this stage. But, yeah, I just think he's got that upside. He's had the two trials and he, he's just going to park on them. But, look, I, I think it's three hopes, isn't there? What a goes, King of Naples and, and Regal Pom, and one of those three will win. OK, so why not so am I? Maybe. Well, he's got a chance. Yeah, he's, he'd be fourth pick. Um, yeah. He's just got to take that midway grade to benchmark level. He's got a big weight in the benchmark. But the good thing with him is he's going to be able to park closer because he's had to get back from the wide gates and did a really good job. But that midway time last time out was pretty soft. So that was my only little with him. In regards to the first, uh, a lot of tactic changes have just come through in bulk here. And um, very importantly, with the favourite Barandana, the intention is to be further forward. So they've drawn the three... Actually, the drawn barrier two with Burundana, so further forward. And also Mr Severino and the highway to be ridden further forward. And Holstein, who's drawn the outside barrier. They want to go further forward with it. And while we're at it, uh, Kahawati, it'll be ridden further forward. I guess a lot of people probably assume that in any case. But uh, just know Kahawati will be ridden further forward today on the 5th. Beautiful, Darren. Thank you very much for that. Davo, how long would it take you to dial up Jason Collett's strike rate on leaders under $8 and, and sort of return? Because I, he's not known for it, but I love it when he rolls forward. Yeah, look, I don't have it on me at, at the moment, but um, I try to get that at least for next week anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, look, he, yeah, he, that's right. he, he, he's, he's a terrific rider, isn't he? I mean, watch his ride on Chain of Gold the other day from the back at... Uh, was it Wyong or Gosford? I can't remember. I think it was Wyong. Um, gee, it was a, a terrific ride. And, um, yeah, look, he, as you said, he, he's not normally a renowned front-running rider, but he he's, he put, gets there and he just sneaks all those, uh, gets those runs and gives the horse every chance. He's he really kind to them early on. All right, that's a good uh, run through of race number six. Back we go to the missile because we've got a few more. Oh, by the way, one one more there. Um Ross from Port on Otai Coon. Um, just thought the horse was well weighted. Wanted to know what we think. Quick one on him, guys. David? Not the worst. He, he, he hit the line okay the other day. I expected a little bit more from him, but he gets a, a big, big weight swing on King of Naples from a few starts ago, so he's not the worst. Aaron? Yeah, I had him in a place a ticket in a place multi last week, and he ran fourth, of course. Um, thought he pretty much had every chance with 52 on his back, so... Uh, I, I couldn't be making a winning chance for Otai Kuhn off what I saw last time. Uh, a couple of uh, other te- text messages just about <clears throat> earlier points in the uh, program. Uh, Dan said about Banana Queen last week. It was stated in the, the stewards' report. Nash said uh, Banana Queen raced too keenly early and mid-race, impacting its finishing performance. And old mate from Yamina correctly pointed out that four weeks ago we did have an odds-on shot in the highway. And that was Mogo Magic. I'm, not, I'm glad I'm not calling today, but actually, hang on, I am. <coughs> Worth Park tonight. 
So oh. I could be in trouble here. <clears throat> the voice is going down. I'll be there. I'll be there tonight, boys. Yeah. Double shift. Where's Mark Double. Jackson? Where is it? Like, where's Mark Jackson? Is it Mark Jackson? He's off at the moment. Matt, oh, right, okay. Matt Jackson, he's Matt off Jackson. at the moment. Big pardon, mate. So the um, double shift, boys. Oh, there you go. Double shift. Listening to Paul Ambrosoli's voice in that commercial before, well, Paul could probably pop down and do the meeting. <laughs> you get the call up. PA, I'll ask him when he comes on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go back to that missile. And we've got uh, a text here about rocketing by. Um, he's outside the market. Can he do anything fresh, guys? Uh, I'm not sure he's quite up to these better horses, Darren, but um, he's got that sort of rating now that this is the grade he's got to run around in. Mm, yeah, that's true. He's rated 104, so there's nowhere to hide for, for rocketing by. Hi, unless they go really mad up front. No, I, I couldn't make a case for rocketing by in this company today. Okay, that's him. Uh, and what about We Will Rock, uh, Davo? Has it got any hope? Uh, sort of maps well there for Tyler Schiller and I guess a throw at the stumps fit while these, these other horses are fresh. Yeah, look, I guess that's the, the key, isn't it? He's up and going when these others are fresh. But I just think this time of the year, you get that little bit better quality come back and, and it might just show. But it wouldn't totally shock me if he was there somewhere in the finish, rocketing by he's the type of horse as well. But he's a bit hit and miss. But if you find him on his day, we saw him, of course, in the Sydney Stakes, what he can do there. So I oh, just whether he can do that fresh. But is there any money for either of those, Peter? I mean, Andrew Hill? <laughs> what was that, sorry? <laughs> Was there any money for either of those, Peter? Andrew Hurley? Andrew Peter Hurley? Uh, no, not really. No, neither. That one's yeah. gone over my head, boys. Oh. Well, he, he, just called Mark, he just called Matt Jackson, Mark. Oh, oh gotcha, so, yeah. Oh, oh, gotcha, very, yeah. Very good, oh, come on, Luke. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not bad for you, Dave. That's very not clever. bad. Thank you, thank you. Uh, good, good. Okay, let's move on. Uh, no more dad jokes, boys. Uh, back we go to the middle of the program in race number four. Uh, text here about Dakota Vroom. Uh, hey, guys, now that Kangaroo Court's gone elsewhere, I'm scratching my head here. Can Dakota Vroom bounce back, Davo? That, t- that form has been a little bit <coughs> suspect. That's the time to boogie race. I think Tintuki's come out of that and not performed up to market expectations since. So what are we doing with that form line and... More specifically, this uh, mare. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting race, isn't it? And I think a race that you could take plenty of different angles. I'm not sure what to do with Dakota Vroom, to be honest. I know some good judges making a really good case for this horse to bounce back um, after the, the bit of a plane run the other day, but it was a bit of a sit and sprint. So you uh, could be forgiving. The win prior to that was good, but I don't think it's been a great deal either. So I think we learn a bit more about this horse today. So I'm a bit, I'm a bit on the fence with that one, to be honest, Luke. Okay. Darren, I ended up going with her on. Yeah. No, go, Darren. Go. I went with her on top. The, the draw was a big factor, drawn the one. And when she did win the maiden first up at Warwick Farm, she was right up on the speed with McAvoy aboard. So I reckon he'll be using this inside gate and have her in the leading division. Probably third the fence or leaders back, uh, Dakota Vroom. So I think she's a chance. I think Ramones will lead for a long way and should go in your Quinellas here. Uh, gave a really good sight having worked. Uh, to lead there at Canterbury last time out. But, you know, the kangaroo courts uh, out there, I think uh, Dakota Vroom just maps really well. Hmm. Going to the, uh, sorry. No, I was just saying it's going to the Forbes Cup, I think, that uh, kangaroo court tomorrow. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's $2.20 favourite at the moment. Um, what I can tell you is that Nana's Wish, gee, it's, uh, it's been back today, dollar-wise. Look, it's only $5 into four eighty, but we went up $11 on Wednesday afternoon. Now, 
Kangaroo Court, 18 by 15, and just one set the win for four victory. But that has been very, very well backed. Uh, Ramones, as you said, it's likely to go forward again. We're just taking a thousand and eleven dollars on it. But uh, yeah, Nana's Wish, uh, very well supported, a dollar wise. But uh, Dakota Vroom is the favourite, four eighty to four dollars at this stage. Great stuff. Uh, thanks for that, Hills. Um, text here from Docs. Uh, morning, Marlo. Can I get the boys' thoughts on the midway? I like Espresso. He loves being first up. Distance is a tick. And I think that 9.50 is over the odds. He's got to be 9.50 because of the barrier. That is the worry. But I feel Nathan wouldn't run him from that gate if he didn't think he was a chance with that first up record. Uh, Davo, any take on Espresso and this midway today? Yeah, look, Nathan Doyle's a terrific trainer and he, he gets his horses ready fresh. He had his horse ready to go for a little while and made the right call by not running it in the midway over 1,200 a few weeks ago because that wouldn't have been the race. This is an 1,100-metre horse. He's waited, he's been patient, and he would have been filthy with that barrier draw because if you, if you drew a gate, you'd, you'd be really confident that he's right there in the finish. The gate's the concern, but if he gets any luck, he's got to be there for sure. I, I thought there was a good value play here. Spoiler alert will be my uh, selection for the, the multi coming up. It's Ningaloo Star, uh, really taken by two trials this time in. She only had the one trial leading into last preparation and, and failed fresh, but I think the two this time is going to hold her in a lot better stead, and she just draws a, a lovely gate to sit off this, what should be a strong speed, even with the scratchings. I think they'll roll along here. She can be midfield, in the running line, getting to the, the middle of the track. She did beat Demiana last prep, which reads pretty well for a midway as well, and I just think she's come back really well this preparation, and she's going to love this hot tempo and, and sprint hard later. I thought she was the, the value play of the day, albeit they went up $19, take away about $0.25 cents of deductions. Um, but, yeah, she's getting in short enough now, no doubt. Well, after scratchings, we're down to 11 runners, and Espresso is the one that's drawn... Right on the outside here. Um, initially, because of the draw, that's why I didn't put him in the numbers, but I thought his trial behind a hard to say was good enough that if things pan out right, he could be one of the, the winning chances in the race. And with the booking of Adam Hieronymus, um, you know this will be pressing on uh, from the wide draw. We've lost a couple of the speed horses, Oxford Vision not running, and Boss is out as well. So he might well get across Espresso. If he does, he, he'd be one of the chances. This was a really tough race for mine. I've gone with Undivided. I I gave it a bit of a chance on debut there at Warwick Farm, and it and NCAP obviously should have won the race there that day. But uh, Michael Freeman electing to run it in this race I thought was interesting. I, I think there's upside with Undivided. And right down the bottom... Oakfield Mahogany has been racing quite well and I thought just in these early races in particular I want to be something on the fence and I think Oakfield Mahogany's got enough speed that it'll hold a very forward spot there'd be no worse than three back the fence and um, actually the other one I was looking at scratch it's going to run at Hawkesbury I think Glacier Queen uh, so forget her um, yeah undivided Oakfield Mahogany and if Espresso gets a cross chance yeah Ningaloo Star's trials have been really good yeah with a bit of luck Ningaloo Star could be in the finish and obviously Brad's picked for the multi today and that's going to put a bit of value into it yeah so he says I hope so he says what? he's been crowing about it <laughs> uh, what about uh, from our perspective at tab.com.au Hurls is there uh, a horse in particular that the punters have singled out here we know that the market changed a lot when uh, dancing alone came out. Yeah, Ningaloo Star. Um, we did go up as much as twenty-three for it. Um, yeah, look, it's typical uh, wide-open race. Undivided. There was there was money for it early. Um, just looking, I'll give you the most up-to-date figures today. Um, 
It's not a race that jumping out of trees to back anything. Probably, yeah, well, Undivided would be the best back runner in front of Super Bright, but I'll play the fifth with that race. I couldn't touch it. Okay, played the fifth, yeah. Fair enough. Not America, mm. this. No. <laughs> <laughs> can we do that in Australia? Can you do that in I Australia? Think you can. Can I you? think you can. I don't think you can, can you? Um, my man in here is shaking his head in the studio. Um, but that's always a beauty. It's always a give up. Did you rob this bank, sir, in America? No, I'll plead the fifth. <laughs> I mean, yeah. not answering. That sort of answers it anyway, right, Darren? Well, in Australia, they just say, I don't recall. I don't recall. <laughs> well, the other one is to say, yeah. Deny, deny, deny. They're the other three words. It's like if your mate asks you, um, oh, you had a bet in this race, boys? Oh, I played the fifth. No. <laughs> 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 of course I have. <laughs> uh, let's uh, have a look now at another race on the program. Brad Davidson, I want to throw it over to you. Is there a, a race in particular you'd be keen on unpacking for us this morning? Um, you've had a strong opinion on the missile stakes and a horse in the market there, Golden Mile. Any other strong Davo opinions on this Rose Hill Gardens card? Not really, to be honest, though. It's one of those days, uh, I, I must admit, I think I found the last couple of weekends in Sydney terribly hard. I just think that time of year, I mean, it's good to have the group racing back today with the missile stakes, but a lot of the other races still, they're, they're 4 or $5 the field and and sort of 4 or 5 hopes and not a great deal between them. So they're, they're hard races to, to find edges on, in, in my opinion, so it makes it a, a bit tricky, um, but... Yeah, there's not really a, another big opinion, so I'll, I'll throw it back to the listeners and see what they want to they want to chat about. Yeah, perfect, mate. Well, uh, flick, us, flick us a text uh, if there is anything on your mind. We had a further two follow-ups in regards to that highway about a couple of other runners. Uh, Mr Severino and Spitfire uh, were the two that a listener identified, Darren. Um, did you give either of those a shout? Uh, that one was from Hog earlier. I thought we'd put the highway back on the filing cabinet. <laughs> Here we go. Sorry to, sorry to Here do we it go. to you, Darren. <laughs> right, I have to open it again. <laughs> He's even got the sound uh, effects. Outstanding. Yeah, got the, yeah, that was easily done. Um, Spitfire, I think, with the right run is a tremendous chance. Whilst I have tipped Burundana on top, I'll have a little bit on Spitfire because of the price that it's going out at. And um, Mr. Severino was announced it's going further forward. Uh, no, no, not interested in him, I'm afraid. But Spitfire, I think, with the right run, could be a winning chance. Davo? Yeah, Spitfire's the right type of grade for him to, to be competitive on his day. I wouldn't knock him at odds. And Mr. Severino, well, he was good in a, in a highway game at last preparation. I think it was here at Rose Hill as well. So... He's got some form, and he had that uh, that little fitness run last time out. He was back to a thousand metres off a, a sort of a, you know back majorly in distance that day, and actually hit the line really well. So I think that uh, brings him on fitness wise. It gets him ready for this, and I wouldn't surprise me at all to see him jump out of the ground here because he's got some good highway form. All right, uh, another highway question for Darren. No, just kidding, Darren. No, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll let you off the hook. No, I've locked, I've locked the cabinet now. <laughs> cabinet's shut, is it? No more highway talk, okay, please. Okay, okay, moving on. Uh, let's, um, let's get to this text here. Ross from Port chimes in again. He says, hey, boys, uh, Bonnie Ezra uh, was a very quiet run last time and now has J-Mac. Looks a good chance. Uh, another question here from Honky in regards to Bonnie Ezra. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Um, must be the wrong radio station, Honky, I think, if you're referring to yeah. us as gentlemen. But anyway, I'll read it anyhow. Uh, Bonnie Ezra or Bulb Mac, I want to back one of them. Um, Davo, could Honky back both in that race, Bonnie Ezra and Bulb Mac, or what's the best way to play it? 
Well, if you want to take a stand against a favourite, it's an easy race to have a speck at a couple like that at odds. I think they're both really good chances. Bonnie Ezra's had the flashing light on that both runs, gets the, the key jockey booking today. And and I would have loved 2,000 metres for him. That's the only little niggle I had. I probably think 2,000 is his sweet spot, so an extra furlong would have been great. But he's got a chance. Bold Max always in these types of races. He's got a good record at Rose Hill. Got the the right run last time out, but won nicely all the same. Faulkner Park, I don't know what to do with him because I always say that there's not a great deal of difference in these middle distance ranks between your benchmark horses and your, your listed to sort of group three style of, of race. So I think he's actually well in with, with no weight on his back here. It's the 2400 back to 1800, that's the concern. Sure, he's a month between runs, but it's still never easy to come back 600 metres and it's not the, the style of bet I go looking for. So I've got him on top, but I can't really get come into him at the short eyes just because of that reason. But I think there's a... Look, you know when you look at it, pick up a form guide, you pick up a race and you do it, and you go, gee, I'd love this horse just if it drew a gate and it's drawn the outside and he's going to be back last. So you kind of go, oh, and it leaves you a bit flat. But if Raging Bull had drawn barrier four to eight, gee, I would have been confident. I would have made him the roughly the day by mile. He, I still think he run really well. I mean, first up at the track and distance, two preps ago, we won and produced a figure that is probably goes close to making him top pick here. Um, and then first up last preparation, he, he just 1,400 is way too short. So lovely trial. It's just the gate. He's going to be a long way off them. But I think he'll storm home here and at 30, 40 to 1, throw him in your quaddy. I think he's a, a really good roughie even, even with that wide gate. I was looking at um, ways that... Maybe the favourite could get beaten here, Faulkner Park, and which way I'd go. Um, military mission will be in a good spot. Calipore's trial, he's drawn the fence, was was all right, I guess, at, at Gosford, and Bold Mac goes in as the last uh, winner. Uh, so for a man that wants to back both of them, just know too, if you're watching on TV, they're both in the same colour, so Bonnie Ezra's got the blue cap and Bold Mac will have the white. Oh. Mark Snow's going to lead for a long way. So if it's leader mad here, Mark Snell comes right into play. But I can't go past Faulkner Park because he's done nothing wrong. Mm. He, he, winners win. He's, he won his last race in Ireland before coming here. He's four out of four in Australia. And until uh, there's any cracks in the concrete there, I, I've got to stick with Faulkner Park. What are they doing with him, uh, Hells? Are they, are they still keen to be on Faulkner Park? Oh, I think he might start going the other way. Yeah, yeah. He almost had to. It was two twenty-five this morning. Now two, then bottomed out two dollars. Now getting the best price for bet all day two forty. They absolutely launched into it on Wednesday afternoon. It was the best back runner on the card early doors. But the money has come for Bonnie Ezra today. In fact, it's holding uh, dollar wise today more money than Faulkner Park, which is interesting. So um, yeah, you look at eight into six dollars fifty. Bonnie Ezra. Yeah, it's just been a while between drinks. It's yeah, it's one of those races. I oh, look, I'll, I'll, and we'll reveal the multi in just a moment. I've gone Faulkner Park. I just think with the postage stamp on it, I can see what um, what Brad's saying in terms of dropping back in distance, but uh, confident to run top four. But would I want to be backing at two forty straight out out of my own wallet? Probably not. Mm. Uh, good chat uh, around that race. I think it's a super interesting favourite today. Faulkner Park could just be better than them, better than them, and and win again, um, but certainly has a few hurdles to overcome. Now, guys, we will uh, open our multi for this week. Uh, Andrew Hurley, um, should we run through them individually, or do you want to just read out our legs this week? Well, you're running the show, mate. What would you like to do? 
You know what? Let's toss a coin. Heads, heads. I'll read them. Tails, you read them. Up it goes. Heads, you read them. Hell. <laughs> Ningaloo star for Brad in race two, number seven. Want to go for Darren? Race six, number six. Time to boogie for Luke. Race seven, number seven. And we're coming home with Faulkner Park. Race nine, number eleven. That is now open. We're giving you a dividend of four dollars today, and the maximum bet is fifty dollars. So that will go very quickly. You'll find it under. Sports and today's offers, as far as uh, the website is concerned, and racing and racing offers on the tab app. So get involved quickly if you're keen to, because it will go very quickly and it is open now. Four dollars maximum bet, fifty dollars. Give it strength. Oh, Four dollars. Four dollars a bit better than the dollar twenty-eight. It would have been with you three blokes. So that'll do. <laughs> sit down, Davo. Yeah, sit down, Davo. Um, why don't we punt Davo next week and, and get someone else on uh, part of this program? Uh, you might get a demotion if you keep going like this, Davo. Well, I will tell you in the old group chat yesterday, Hills is starting to tell me to not not to pick certain races. I thought, gee, I might have to. Uh, I won't have to get on the well, bench for a little while now. Well, did we, did we, or did we not say to steer clear of highways? Yeah, we've made that rule now, and we're going. to... I think we're highway. Uh, yeah. What was it? It was race number two. No, it was the midway. Country, that race. Yeah, no, well, we stay away from midways as well. I think Melody again got into top four for us a few weeks ago, yeah, and so we are actually off a successful now. highway bid. Um, but I think the general consensus is that. They're fraught with danger at times, gentlemen. Well, we've got the Nicholas yeah, star, and geez, won't we hear about it if it uh, runs top four? 100%. Guys, I'm feeling good about this multi this week. I mean, uh, talking about my leg, time to boogie, I think it'll be winning. Um, so, punters, make sure you have something on it as well. I just think he's going to go forward. I expect this track to be no disadvantage to be on the speed, and he just showed that late strength at 1,200 metres last start, which I'm, I'm looking for. Do you have any... Lead for me, Hurls, when I should have a bet here with time to boogie? Is he starting to soften up a little bit? Should I should I get on soon? Um, any thoughts on that in race seven? Yeah, well, um, it's, let's have a look. We've got Brunel there. Yeah, well, 270, 280 back to 270 time to boogie now. So, Legio 10's at 320. Yeah, you're probably not going to, you know, could the market flip there? Possibly. Um, let me just have a look to see dollar-wise what they're doing today. And uh, it's clearly the best-backed runner in the race. Although, having said that, uh, Tristate, which we mentioned earlier this morning, I think Duff's got it on top too. Um, it's been the subject of good support. Holds about 50% less than the favourite, but uh, $9 at the moment. They're keeping it very, very safe. Yeah, love it, mate. Um, guys, any thoughts on this particular race? Uh, Davo, I... Hmm. I'm quite keen on time to boogie today. Yeah, I don't know what to do with him um, because, you know, I'm a big ratings man and the last win rated five lengths better than he's ever gone in his career and it was just a whole new level than what he showed before. Like, I was on him two starts ago and thought he got the job done nicely, but I thought 1,000 metre horse, not 1,200. I was against him last time and he showed 1,200 was no issue, but look, that was at home. Is he able to reproduce that? If he reproduces that, he wins again and wins comfortably. But generally, when they go that sort of four or five lengths better on the ratings than they've ever gone, they'll come back. It's just how far they come back. He's got he's got room to come back a little bit off that performance for sure. So I can I can see I've got him on top, but I'm I'm sort of yeah not sure what the market will do with him and not sure what he'll do either. So when you say when you say you you know what what's it going to be fourth up today? Why would you suggest? Are you suggesting that it's going to regress? Yeah, well, it should do, yeah. I mean, 
you know, if, but, if they but, go five but lengths why? better and than I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually not being a smarty here. Why do you suggest that? Well, what, I mean, there's a, in any certain race, horses can can go anywhere between probably, say, say this is their ability is a certain mark. They can go yep. anywhere between maybe two lengths better than that ability and two to three lengths worse than that ability unless there's a problem and they, they tail off. So on any given day, a horse has got probably four to five length range where they can actually run depending on what happens, depending on how they feel, depending on if they over race and, and all those sort of things, depending on if they're towards the end of the prep or a bit flat second up or whatever it is. So for me, he's gone to the, the absolute limit of overachieving. So it's a case yeah. of, okay, where do, you, where do you rate him next time? So you're probably going to bring him back two lengths. Is that still good enough to win the race? Probably, for sure. Um, but, you know, it's hard as well with these lightly raced horses. Sometimes they can keep on going. But generally speaking, when they go that much better, one run to the next, they'll, they've got to come back a bit. Because it's like you, right? It's like, it's like, well, it's like anyone. Go, go play a game of cricket. You might average 50. You might hit 150 one week. Doesn't mean you're going to hit 150 again the next week. You're probably going to go back to your back to your means. You might get out for a duck, or you might get your, your normal average of 50. But the likelihood of getting another 150 is extremely unlikely. Good commentary. Well, in, right. in regards to this race, I want to throw another name in the equation here. I'm not sure if it's going to be sharp enough for the distance today, but it's going to go a lot better than its form suggests is Fujita San, mm. uh, the Hawks horse. This trialed really well here, just the one trial, over 900 metres. And to the eye, it was very impressive. Zach Lloyd rode in that trial, and he's on here in race day. But he's been gelded, and I think we're going to see a vastly improved horse. And do these leaders burn a bit, time to boogie, if uh, Amy McLucas on Brudenell just decides to kick up a bit and make time to boogie work a bit hard and they go along at a strong pace, I think Fajita San might be the one that benefits from that and could sweep late. Yeah, yeah I know Brad Gray was, uh, was sort of suggesting the same thing this morning. It's been pretty steady to 6.50 to 7, back to 6.50. Actually, we peaked at 7.50 and we did take a bet of 2,500 each way at 6.50 at around about half past nine this morning. Mm. Thanks for that, Hurls. Uh, yeah, interesting race. I think he will hold his place in the market, if not ease a bit, guys, is my personal opinion in regards to time mm. to boogie. The main reason is he's got to do something different today. Last start, he led and controlled on the fence. I think he's likely going to have to sit outside Brudenell and win uh, today. I, I think that he can do that. But I think for that reason, where he maps, that um, yeah, he won't, he won't shorten right up. Spitfire, Spitfire, intention to be further forward. I think that's the, the fourth announcement now of horses to go further forward in the highway. Oh, I thought you were back in the cabinet and you're telling us these tactics notifications. <laughs> I thought you'd shut the cabinet. <laughs> Has that changed your analysis of the race, Darren? Uh, well, I, I think I'll just stick with the original script. I, I'm going to have a small bet on Spitfire. Mm. Yeah, okay. Uh, so that just... I might have a, a little bit... I might upgrade the small bet to a medium bet. Ooh, look out. <laughs> Love it. Um, I don't want to knock my bank off, though, for the big six today and one at Kembla. Yes, exactly. A couple more texts here, guys. DC, hey, Luke, love the show. No real thoughts today. Just thought I would text and wish Hells all the best, which is great. Uh, good on you, DC. Um, also, I enjoy the keys in the bowl comment from Darren regarding Davo's newfound community. <laughs> I might see you there soon, Davo. That's from DC. Uh, boys, <laughs> I have two horses today. Uh, race 8, number 1, Golden Mile. What do you think? Uh, this from Michelle in Dubbo. I think Davo's against it, Michelle. The rest of the panel is sort of neutral or uh, respecting him. And the other horse is race nine, number four, Military Mission. Uh, we've spoken about that race a little bit. Uh, 
military mission, Darren? Does it fit in here? I think he might want a little bit further than the 1800. Yeah, I think this will be a prep run for him, but he does uh, has a. I think he has the pace that he could probably settle a position not too far off the leaders, but the the distance does worry me a little bit with military mission. But I'm sure he'll run well because uh, there's not a whole lot of speed there, and I'm sure Rachel King will push him forward. Yep. And Sven wanted to know, Davo, uh, Luke, what does Davo advise as a good amount of sleep uh, for a horse before race day? Is eight hours good or standard? Or... <laughs> Great question. <laughs> How much sleep does a horse need, Davo? I have absolutely zero idea. I can tell you a form analyst needs about eight hours, though. If you okay. can get eight hours, I think you'd be happy. But, Darren, I want to know what, uh, what's the horse at Kimberley. You can't tease like that and then, uh, and then not yeah. uh, give the listeners a... A, a little, little uh, insight. Uh, the Himalayas? Yes. No, it's in race four. Is it pushy? Uh, no, that's in another race. Yeah, I think pushy's in race three. Um, Scoozy, yes. Chris Waller's, Chris Waller's filly. Um, they've just been burying this in trials. Oh. Uh, in three trials. And they've nominated for a few races along the way. And it sort of got me in when you go in and get a nice price early and get to race day. Once again, the 7.29 scratching. Mm. Well, today they pulled the trigger and uh, I was very slow off the mark. I see, I think Tab went up $21 about this uh, initially, but she's been very well backed as well. But I think they're just, they've been burying her. And obviously a few people have been watching her with the amount of support there's been in the last 24 hours. Yes, indeed. Um, good stuff, Darren. Love that uh, little bit of out wide mail at Kimberley mm. Grange today. Uh, I know you only go there once a year, but good that you at least look at the form. <laughs> Lads. In... No, during during COVID, I got there a lot. <laughs> oh, yes, true that, true that. <laughs> Lads, in the last, yeah. I'm all victorious. I want your mm. thoughts. Um, it looks the one for me. Okay, from that listener in the last. Uh, Brad, any take there? Uh, got to be a chance. Just had to work too hard there second up, and, and that's told the last 200 metres of the race, as it often does, and they've got to work early. So third up today, low draw, no weight. I can definitely see uh, being right in the finish, particularly if Priscilla Styler doesn't get any luck from that draw. I think he's the one to beat again, but he's been uh, a bit costly, although it wasn't, his, it wasn't his fault last time out. He never got a crack at him until the 100 and then finished off really well. So uh, Priscilla Styler on top for me despite the draw, but uh, his second pick for me, I'm a victorious and goes in, goes in quaddies for sure. That's um that's a really interesting betting race actually. Grisilla style a fitting of three thirty. I, I take what you say too, Brad. It was unlucky last start, but it just seems to find that um, sort of situation all the time. Aima Victorious is the best back runner in that race. Clearly, uh, it's holding about fifty percent more than what um, than what Grisilla style is, and I suspect three thirty you're going to get better uh, for Grisilla style and Aima Victorious will. If you shopped early, you could have got twelve dollars. It's five dollars into four sixty today. Kangaroo Court, of course, comes out. But yeah, that's been the best back runner in the um, in the last. There, what is a pretty strong betting race actually? Last. Looking at the at the pace and the race, there's not much of it. I think a more victorious just gets the lead all on its own there off this inside gate with that light weight. In contrast, mm. Grass at Listyla, where's he going to end up? Um, he's starting to worry me. I know he's been beaten a few times and it hasn't been his fault, but he hasn't won in 512 days. He's had 17 starts for two wins and four placings. 
and he's drawn the outside barrier. Um, I won't be putting myself through the pain of backing a horse that's probably going to map poorly. Um, I'm going to give Space Tracker a bit of a chance here. I think uh, now it's it's obviously fully fit. I was a bit disappointed at its first Australian start. I thought that with the run it had, it was going to win, and it didn't. And then it went close against a tractable at its next run. Um, but I'm sort of anti-Grassler style, and I was looking for other options. So I went with Space Tracker, but I've rated a more victorious. In fact, the more I look at it now, I should have almost had this on top. And the other one I'll be considering for the quaddy is Taj Need, stepping up to 1,500 metres now. Was tried in a couple of high-level races in Melbourne in her first preparation. Uh, flopped when resuming. First run was adequate. I thought Taj Need might be a little one out wide to look at for the quaddy. It's been specced as well. It's been $11 into $8 today. Okay, so a bit of money for it, Darren. I, I just think there's probably a lot of people out there thinking, I, I, I can't do it to myself with grassless style. Or what are the other hopes? Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, it's been I'm one tor- of those. Gee, it's been a torturous prep for grassless style. No fault of his own. He's, he's just been stiff, um, hasn't he? But uh, another text from a listener who owns a share in Kings Air. Hey, guys, any hope? Uh, Kings Air, quickly, Davo, has it got any chance? Well, he, he, he's tried well leading into this prep, and on his day, he's a, he's a Sunday horse. There's no doubt about that. So I, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't rule him out in this in this stage of or this style of race. He can definitely improve second up. A really good second up stable as well. They often improve sharply second up. I'll wrap it up with this, guys. Um, on average, most horses spend five to seven hours of a 24 hour period sleeping. It is generally accepted that horses spend approximately 15% of their total sleep time in REM sleep, which is rapid eye rapid movement eye sleep, movement. guys. Yes, mm. they, uh, the uh, rapid eye movement is um, a bit of an, uh, a phenomenon, isn't it? Uh, the eyes are moving rapidly in a range of directions but don't send any visual signals. So there you go, Darren. Uh, five to seven hours every 24 hours for a horse is uh, your standard sleep. I'd rather be a koala. They sleep for 20 <laughs> hours a day. <laughs> 20? <laughs> Koalas can sleep for up to 20 hours a day due to their low energy diet and the intense amount of energy required to break down toxic leaves. Koalas are mostly active at night. That means nocturnal loot and around dawn and dusk. <laughs> Great stuff. We see we solve all the big problems here on Behind the Gates, boys. That, that sounded like that sounded like an ad. Come visit the koala sanctuary. It's, uh... Well, what would you rather be, Davo? Koala or a horse? Well, I'm just trying to sign into my Fitbit. It won't let me in to tell you how much REM I got last night because I've just got this. Uh, I got Kelsey's old Fitbit, so I've been uh, I've been uh, excited by that. Actually, it's been a uh, good thing. I'm trying to find out how much REM I got last night. I think it was about ten or fifteen percent. So Gee, there you back. go. But uh, yeah, it's on the it's on the name. app and. Yeah, it's outstanding. I enjoy it. Got to get my 10,000 steps for the day. Multi's still open, guys. So uh, race two, number seven, Ningaloo Star. Race six, number six, Watergoes. Race seven, number seven, Time to Boogie. And race nine, number 11, Faulkner Park. It'll close very shortly. And you'll find it under sports and today's offers on the tab website. Or if you go to the best in the business, which is the tab app, and it's racing and racing offers. Beautiful. $4, maximum 50 Awesome. I thought when you were going about REM, we are talking about the band. <laughs> Anyhow, let's just hope uh, that we're not... Uh, what was one of their songs that everybody hurts? Let's yeah. hope that's not us today. Hopefully no yeah. pain. What's your best, Darren, as uh, you say goodbye to us? Yeah, what it goes. Um, price is obviously gone now in race six. It's not a quaddy leg, but uh, there's 100K well, it's in the it's back big six the today. It's, sorry, Darren, to interrupt, mate. It's oh, here we go. 
No, it's back out the 340. Now, I don't know yes, if there's a here we go. error or whatever. Here we go. There's no way in the world at 240. Oh. Uh, has anyone, has anyone been set at the 240? Error. Anyone been set at the 240? You'd be not a system back. error. It's, it's modern-day bookmaking, and the, the, what it's become, oh, that's it a is absolutely ridiculous. It's just yeah, there's crazy. a bit of this going on. 240, now 340. I, I want to know, Hurls, who's getting in trouble, though, at uh, at the tab this week because somebody on uh, Thursday night raced 10 at Flemington. Uh, Benedetta was $1.90, and all of a sudden, for about 20 minutes there on Thursday night, it went $1.90, $6, $6.50, and what? then back to back to $1.90. Oh, jeez. So right, they've, right. they've obviously uh, a system error there. At the, at, at the wheel, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. yeah. They do have alerts when things like that do happen, but I can tell you there's been a couple of... Over the years, there's been um, a couple of errors. Probably the most significant one in the last um, 12 months was bat out of hell up at Wyong one day. Were you calling that day, Luke? Yeah, I think you were. Can't, Remember? Can't recall. Because Gary Harley was on can't track. Recall, no. And he reckons the, the celebrations, I'm pretty sure you were calling as well, were as if the blokes had won the Everest because uh, there was a system error. Oh, that's right. guys got on at 100 to 1. Bat out of hell, that's right. Yep. They were going uh, off. I remember but I can it. tell you, if uh, there's ever a mistake made, uh, we still pay out. I think that ben- Benedetta looks the best bet in the country today. Boys, I've got to leave it there. Thank you so much for being a part of Behind the Gates. I'll leave you with this final text from Leighton at Manly. I reckon Davo's Fitbit would have registered him having a sprint last night without leaving the room.